And so personally for me, reconciling is trying to understand um, understand my culture and so and learn about my heritage because I didn't grow up in it so that I can raise my daughter to be proud of of who she is and um, and and be proud that she's part indigenous. And I'm Ben Bourne. You're listening to Reconcile, Everyday Conversations. A podcast from Mennonite Central Committee, Saskatchewan. We acknowledge that we are doing this work in Treaty 6 territory, the traditional lands of the Cree, Dene, Soto, and other Indigenous peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Through this work, we hope to reaffirm our treaty relationships with each other and to remind ourselves to live into the treaty values of respect, friendship, and justice. Today, Ben and I are talking with Jolene Peters. Jolene is a wife, a hairdresser, and a mother. For many years, she worked at the Meadow Green program at MCC, where she coordinated weekly activities for children and youth in one of Saskatoon's core neighborhoods. She grew up in a small town in a foster home with a loving Mennonite family. Jolene feels like she is at the beginning stages of learning what reconciliation means for her. And our conversation centered around spirituality, motherhood, and pride. Ben, what are some things that stood out to you in this conversation? I really appreciated that Jolene's story highlighted the various perspectives of on reconciliation and where people are at on their journey. I think she had a lot to offer, and I can tell that she is just this deeply spiritual woman and a powerful woman, and I think her story really exudes that, uh, especially when she talks about spirituality and how raw of an experience it is for her. I think that is super fascinating for me. And I think when we were together, you guys played the Indigenous game, didn't you? Where you were figuring out if you were related or not? Or the Mennonite game. One of the two. One of the two games. One of the two. (laughs) (laughs) We invited Jolene to have a conversation with us around five questions. What is your personal understanding of reconciliation? What experiences have led you to this understanding? Why do you feel reconciliation is important? Does forgiveness have a role in reconciliation? And how would you invite people into the reconciliation journey? Let's listen to her reflections. I'm Jolene Peters and I live here in Saskatoon. And I live with my husband and my daughter. Uh, Yeah, so I grew up in small town 
Saskatchewan, and I am a part-time hairstylist and part-time nanny for my friend, and then a full-time mom. Me and my husband go to House for All Nation Church on the west side of Saskatoon here, and that's a very, we're pretty involved there, so he helps out with sound, and I help out with snacks or wherever I can, so we like to be pretty involved there. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. So my personal understanding of reconciliation is to bring people back together and to fix a wrong and to understand each other and learn from each other and also to forgive each other. So to reconcile something is to fix something that's broken in my mind and to um, to learn from that and move on. Um, and so personally for me, reconciling is trying to understand um, understand my culture and so and learn about my heritage because I didn't grow up in it so that I can raise my daughter to be proud of of who she is and um, and and be proud that she's part indigenous. So that's one thing and then I have another piece of reconciliation is also wanting to see peace between all people groups and wanting to um, that there would be understanding and knowledge for everyone and not because um, there is some disconnect between people so part of that reconciliation for me is helping other people get to that point of wanting to be reconciled to other people groups the experiences that led me to these um, to this understanding of reconciliation is so for my personal self is of trying to learn my cultures. So I didn't grow up in my in my culture. So I grew up in um, a wonderful home. Me and my brother were put in the foster system when I was three and he was two. So quite a few years ago, and so they just raised us as their own. We were able to stay with them our whole lives. So that's my family, and it's not like they kept us from that at all. They didn't purposely keep us out of it. They just raised us as their own, and. Um, so I guess I do have a personal story about uh, why I want to reconcile my culture to myself is because one of the things that happened was uh, when I was younger, um, I got a calendar of, of a picture of um, native spirits on a calendar. And for, so we all thought that was really cool. Like we looked through it, my, my mom and dad and I, and we were looking through the pictures and stuff and, and we didn't think anything of it. And then, so I, and then, I started having nightmares and um, and really vivid dreams and stuff, and um, and so for me, I just thought that was just something normal. I don't know. I was just a teenager, and I would go to bed and I would have these really intense dreams, and I would say I did I didn't understand at the time what was going on, but um, because we grew up also going to church. Um, so my Sunday school teacher was talking about that day, he was talking about spiritual warfare and what that all meant. And so um, he started ex explaining one of his experiences with that. And it was exactly what I was, was happening to me at the time. And so I just, uh, I told my family this, like I told my parents and they were concerned obviously and they were asking, well, when did this start happening like when did you start having these really bad dreams and everything and and then part, part of those dreams was also I felt like I was being um, was was paralyzed and stuff so it was pretty intense for me and then I told them about when it started happening like a few months back and they said oh that's when that calendar came into the house and so so they immediately we got rid of it and we prayed over my room and me and everything and we talked with my 
the Sunday school teacher and so they just really helped me through that and so that was a pretty I would say bad experience with um, with learning about the spirits and everything in that in native culture and so it wasn't just the one-time thing like I some might think well maybe that was just coincidence and um, so when I was 19 so I had gone off to Bible school and we were at, at up at up north on a, a reserve and we were there for two weeks and so we were just hanging out with the kids and everything and that was like our big um, goal of that those two weeks was to just be with the kids and just have Bible studies and playtimes with them, whatever. Um, and then when I came back, and this is a, quite a few years after, like we had um, gone through that in, when I was in high school. And I came back went, and I just stayed at my parents' house that night. And they, when I went to bed, I, I just, it started happening all over again. And I just felt something wasn't right. So I went to go get my dad again. And he just was like, all right, we got to pray again. We got to go back in there. We got to we got to pray and so we did that and I would say and so that and it just it's I don't think it was coincidence because I just gotten back from from up north and I I know that um, indigenous people are very spiritual and that they it's very alive to them and it's very alive to me also like um, growing up in a Christian family and being a Christian so yeah so those are two very big things that put me like Oh, so that's what it means to be, to follow this native spiritual or be indigenous. And so it, it kind of kept me away for a long time. So what brought me to that, wanting to reconcile um, uh, native spirituality, I guess, and Christianity together is that because I, we do our church is on the west side of Saskatoon here, and there are a lot of Indigenous people in the community, and, the, and I am Indigenous, and so I just, I guess I want an understanding of what they believe and, and how can we um, help them in the church or just help them on, in everyday life. And I know that, that, yeah, Native people are quite spiritual, or Indigenous people are very spiritual people, and I just, I would hate for that, for them to hear me talk about growing up in the church and growing up. Um, believing in God and and thinking that I don't have an understanding because I do try very much to understand like I do want to see where they're coming from but my experience hasn't been that hasn't been good and so I'm trying I, I see now like where I am that I do want to help out and I want to be open to um, to what they're saying doesn't mean I always have to believe it just so that I'm a safe person to talk to yeah, and so and one of the things that kept me from wanting to understand is obviously, um, I would say, just the spiritual warfare I had in the past, and that really held me back. But now that I'm pretty secure, I'm pretty secure in who I am in Christ, that I want to um, just help, just learn more about um, Indigenous culture and, and how I can raise Emerald up in that. Uh, quite a few years ago, my biological family and I, we all got reconnected through Facebook. Facebook brought us all together. Um, and so we started hanging out. So I would go on coffee dates here and there with a few of them. And now I would say I see a couple of them pretty regularly. And um, yeah, so that's how I got connected with them. And then in just realizing how different our lives were or are. And um, yeah, it's it's interesting just to 
because they 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 tell me you know how their lives are and what they go through even on a daily basis and and they like they look at me like right like this is what happens to you too and for me it's it's not necessarily what happens for me just because I I don't know my life is just a little different um, yeah so I'm so that has also made me want to just reconcile the the gap that's that's on it going on in our city and yeah I think that reconciliation is important to me now the big thing that set it all off was I had my daughter Emerald she's two and a half years old and just um, realizing how we want to raise her we obviously want to raise her in Christ like we wanted to grow up and we'll raise her um, in the church and and stuff but a big part of that um, because I was raised in a Mennonite family so we love our culture we love our foods and everything and you know just everything that goes along with that and I uh, she's also part indigenous and I realized I didn't know anything about that and I've been scared to to learn about it because I thought it I, I mean it is all very spiritual but there's also a lot of other sides to it and so so that was like the really big thing that made me want to start even trying to learn about my culture and my heritage and everything. We as Christians and the church, we need to play a big role in reconciliation. And and I think we're starting and we're like conversations like this and people are holding or having groups, like facilitating groups to um, to talk about issues that are going on in our province, that even here in Saskatoon. And so... Um, yeah, I just, I think part of it is people maybe feel like they're not heard or something. Like when I hear people's stories, uh, they just, you know, a lot of it is they don't understand. Or they think this and this, and there's just all these misconceptions of um, who they are, you know. Um, and I also, I think reconciliation is important right now because there are people, are there are things happening here in um, Saskatchewan, you know, the Reconciliation Act, obviously, and and um, just going and teaching people about what has happened. And I know growing up, we learned a little bit about it in in the school. Like you hear about the, they called it the Indian Act back in the day. Is it still called that? I think so. And um, and so I think I think they're trying to do more, more teaching. And so. Now is the time people are, or not now is the time, it's always the time, but I think now, I, I personally am just more aware of the issues, and I grew up thinking that there wasn't any, just because of where I lived, and it's not that that was on purpose or anything, but um, yeah, I actually didn't know that there was such a divide until I was about 20 years old, and I moved to the city here, and I realized that there is racism it's a yucky word but that's what there is and so I just had no idea and then when I realized there was that I tried very hard to be to stay out of it I tried really hard to um, maybe not look so indigenous uh, just being honest and so now I'm um, even in these two years or in this a few years I'm like proud of being indigenous and I'm proud to to um to yeah I don't know it's it's a weird thing I don't know what the switch was I guess just having Emmy and just realizing I need to teach her um 
about her culture and that she needs to be proud of it and that means I need to be proud of it too. So I think forgiveness has a role in reconciliation for sure. I think there's no way we can have reconciliation without it because um, without forgiveness you can't move on from the hurts and you can't move on from what has happened in the past and so yeah I think forgiveness definitely has a role in it and we um, yeah because with forgiveness you can move on and you can stop blaming other people or you can um, see the other side you can see what, where the other person is coming from and understand how to invite people into the reconciliation journey is something I am asking myself like all the time and every day basically. Um, but I guess um, by asking questions and by listening to people and yeah I think a, a big part of it is just to, to listen to stories and to go to a, there's lots of events and things there's lots of um, things going on in Saskatoon and just lots of um, books and stories that people are writing, even just listening to, to people to try to understand their story and to invite them to listen to your story. And so one of, that was one of the first things that I did. So for me, um, I'm on uh, social media. And so for me, just to even put that out there to say, hey, I went to this conference um, about reconciling, bringing together um, Indigenous people and Christianity. And so even just to say that is like, I went to this thing and I'm learning about it, um, ask me questions. And that got the, kind of got people asking questions and and people not even realizing that I, I was on this journey or have started um, just trying to learn more and so I would say I mean that's where I'm at right now is just trying to learn and listen and and you do have to be a little open to it so you might not necessarily want to to hear what somebody has to say who has a different belief system but um, and because I am a Christian like I believe God calls us to love everyone doesn't say that we have to do what everyone else is doing but you just you have to be open to them like you have to hear their stories and and I think um, yeah that's kind of what has gotten me started and motivated and as you hear those their stories and you go to a conference or you pick up an article about reconciliation and um, maybe just read it and try to to see where they're coming from which I think um, a lot of people do already, but maybe this topic of reconciliation here in Saskatchewan is, um, it's a, it's a tricky, or, uh, people just think this is how it is, and, um, so they're maybe not open to, to hearing the other side, but, yeah, so I think that would definitely be a place to start. So when I first realize this is something I want to learn about. I think I went, who did I go? I went to, I think my pastor, and then there's another lady who was indigenous and she was a Christian. And so I just started asking them both questions and they were both, 
like excited, like, oh, that's good that you want to learn more. And um, just coming at it with, uh, um, I don't know, they, they came at it with love and with understanding of both sides, I would say. But I mean, firm in their, firm in their beliefs, but also realizing that to, to forgive and for us to come together, we have to we got to listen to the story. We can't just shut them down, you know? Yeah. Um, so I went to this book reading. So she, this Indigenous woman has written her story. I forgot the name again. Um, but she, so she grew up um, on the streets and she grew up in, um, uh, in the Indigenous, uh, like learning about Indigenous um, culture and native spirituality and what that all means but she had a very rough life and um so she would try everything like she would try to be i i I don't want to misinterpret her story but um so she had a rough life and um and she grew up uh, going to smudges and going to all the powwows and and things and um and so she was growing. She was immersed in the culture, and then as she got older, she knew that she needed to forgive. She needed to heal from everything, and um, so she went to a church. And for her, that gave her a lot of peace. But still, in her life and in her life now, she is able to do to go to powwows, go to dinners. But she knows that she's a Christian, so she can come. She goes to church and she prays to God, and so for me, I, um, I just just hearing where she came from, and hearing that the two do, do work together. So that's for more of me on a personal level, mm-hmm. like more in my um, culture life, uh, bringing my indigenous heritage into my life, realizing that it's not it's not a bad thing and that it can work. It doesn't mean that I have to practice those, um, the rituals and like, and do the practices, but I can um, just be alongside someone that's on a journey. And um, yeah, so that really stood out to me, like just hearing that lady's story. Um, Yeah. that was Jolene Peters. What an amazing story. For me, um, I loved how hearing reconciliation was about beginning to love herself to a certain degree, right? And I think that's something that really resonates with me as well. As an Indigenous person who grew up in a Mennonite white household, it was reconciliation for me was very similar in the sense it was about learning to love the skin, skin that I'm in, right? And I think that, that was really interesting because like she said that she never really knew about racism, right? And I didn't either. For I was blind to it for so long, but now I see it, right? And I understand that there's. I've had a few odd experiences now. I'm like, oh, that for sure was racism, right? Um, and so I, I loved kind of hearing her own awareness and starting to like love herself too. I think that that really resonated with me. It was it was it was great. Mm-hmm. And I also love like her story again was so personal, and yet her vision of reconciliation was for people groups to be able to come together and see the different perspectives and understand where everyone was coming from and live in harmony. 
Um, I know the church that they go to is a diverse church, and I think that this has really shaped, you know, her vision of reconciliation and has supported her on this journey. And I think this also shows the importance of the community and people we have in our lives when we are when we are doing this work. I think one of the really great things that I loved as well about this is like she's doing this work for her own for her own family as well. That you know she wants to have set an example for her own daughter, right? And I think that was also very, very important. I think you can appreciate that as well, how important these conversations are, not just for ourselves, but for future generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also have a small child and she is always asking questions about where she's coming from and, and why we do things a certain way. So it, it makes you, as a parent, also try to figure out what good answers to your kids' questions are. Heather and I want to thank Matthew Hildebrand for editing this episode. Jolene Peters for having a conversation with us, and Mennonite Church Saskatchewan for providing funding for this project. Subscribe to our podcast to hear more conversations on reconciliation. This has been Reconcile, Everyday Conversations, a podcast from Mennonite Central Committee, Saskatchewan. Thanks for listening.